were Swayze adjacent. He couldn't be in everything. They're Swayze adjacent. So we'll talk about him. That's right, everybody. You heard it. You heard it right right there. It's Keanu Month. I'm Vince Troya. We got Josh Young, as always. We're joined by Alicia Massey once again, and we're celebrating. 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 It's celebrating. It's a celebration, celebration of all things Keanu. Mm, welcome to Keanu Cast. Keanu Cast. Was a, a was that passionate? Do Do you think that that was a good introduction? I think it was. I think you you're you're nailing it, man. Fuck yeah, Alicia. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I feel like a Keanu um, expert now. Well, just having to do with the Matrix so far. So, and only the ones I've seen. <laughs> you're a Matrix specialist who knows nothing about the Matrix. Yeah, it's great. Perfect. Because today, everyone, we are we are finishing the trilogy. Today is for the Matrix Revolutions. Josh, you've got some experience with this. Hmm, yeah. I've got some experience with this. But, like, seriously, the most minimal experience. I'm in the same boat, man. Like, this is almost as, like, I'm watching it for the first time. Yeah, because you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Good work. Yeah. I'm being an adult. Because when you're a little kid, you're like, oh, revolutions. Like, it's, you know, it's turning around. I don't know. I never thought about it as revolutions as in, like, an uprising. Yeah. Which is, I guess, what this movie's about. I guess. Yes, it is. Against the machines, again. Aren't they all against the machines? Like, I mean, I think technically, you know, it's, they're always there. I, the looming threat of the machines yeah. coming for the humans is, is very... It's, it's imminent. It's imminent. Well, I mean, like, yeah, that's definitely the case in this one. This one is... I, oh, okay, so everything I remember, obviously the end, which, you know, not going to give any spoilers or anything like I, I that. I remember the end. But... I know that they intentionally shot this one outside of the Matrix for most of it. Okay. So it's going to be dealing with lots of real world problems. And because of this, I know that the uh, the, the color scheme is different. Mm. Right? Because mm-hmm. like when you're supposed to be in the Matrix, it's it's everything's got like a little bit of a green tint to it. Mm-hmm. Like this one's got everything's got like a like a blue tint or something like that. You know, we got a different tint we're looking for. Different color meanings. Um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's all I remember. It's all, it's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. There's like two other hours of movie that we're talking about here. Yeah. Apparently a lot of the cast comes back, you know? Oh, you wouldn't, you don't say. Apparently <laughs> almost all the cast comes back. Well, we did have a few people change out, right? You know, obviously Keanu, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Monica Buccelli are all going to be returning. Cool. Right? Um, Oh, excuse me, Monica Bellucci. Who the heck is Monica Bellucci? Uh, she was the the Persephone. Per 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 Persephone. Okay, perfect. Yeah, she was the with the French freak. Oh, okay, so she's yeah. gonna be back. She was the woman with the French guy. Um, but 
during the making of this movie, the woman that played the Oracle had passed away. So uh, Mary Alice will be taking that role. Mm. R.I.P. Yeah, I know that... To uh, a quote-unquote real one. It, it happened, obviously, after uh, the filming of the last movie. You know? So does this woman look similar to the other woman? Or is it like she looks different? She's like, oh, I had to do this to... Hide out. Yeah, like, I'm I'm curious. You see, I don't know. I think that it's going to be the case where, like, Neo is suspicious that she's been replaced by, like, an oracle that's more antagonistic, perhaps. Ooh. You know? Yeah. That's a good point. And, like, an update of the Matrix gives you a new oracle, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, oh, Neo, you got to trust me. But, like, I was suspicious of the oracle in the last movie. I don't trust her. Dude, I was suspicious of fucking everybody in the last one. Like, I don't know what's going to happen now. I think it's cool that, you know, Agent Smith is outside the Matrix. Yeah. What's in, he going to do? In Bane? Oh, man. What's his goal? You know, like, what do you think he's doing? I well, I mean... He's out now. What does that mean? Is he going to go, like, try and jack himself into the mainframe of the Matrix so he can take over everything? I, I think as an agent of the Matrix, right, his first priority would be to uh, eradicate all of the, like, unplugged humans, right? Why, though? Because they're not being being used as batteries. I don't know if that's, I just don't know if that's what he wants anymore. You know, I'm not sure if that's what he wants either, but I don't really understand why he would want to destroy, or unless he just wanted everything to just be dead. I you mean, know? also, the other question would be, is this part of, like, the whole simulation? Like, is this supposed to be happening, or is this outside of, like, what they would have anticipated? You know? Mm. Is this, like, another factor that's, like, almost like a virus in the game? Yeah. Or is it, like, what, uh, what's the godlike guy? What's the, his, architect. the architect. Yeah, the architect. Is this something that the architect, like, is like, yes, this is supposed to happen, or... See, I don't know. I don't know. I had another question since watching the last movie, too. Hmm. The architect is a program. Yeah. He's inside the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the real architect? Is he the AI that started it all, do you think? I don't know, dude. So he's not even like a human god. He's definitely Matrix Daddy. We know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I just don't know. Is he going to come back? I hope so. I don't know. So that that also makes me wonder, you know, when he mentioned in the last one that this is like the sixth attempt at the Matrix and stuff like that. Does that mean that it's the sixth attempt just in uh, this go in the real world? Or is this like... Well, he said in the real world, six times they had to rebuild uh, whatever it's called where they hang out, Zion. It's, it's had to move six times. Oh, yeah. And each time the Neo comes to him, the one mm-hmm. comes to him and he gives him the decision. Are you going to save one person or are you going to save, you know, 23 people or whatever? Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that Neo's ever told him no. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if it's part of his plan or not. I don't know what the deal is. I have no idea. I, I, do, I don't know either. It's all part of a video game, in my opinion, to keep Neo placated so he can't even wake up from this level of the matrix <laughs> well and it's like if this is the first time we said no maybe we haven't dealt with uh what's that guy's name the architect yeah no oh, the, who? uh agent smith <laughs> yes <laughs> i can't even keep the name straight you'll get it by the time we're done watching the movie you'll be ready to talk about it yeah. i i yes i don't think that agent smith has like anything hit like that's happened before mm-hmm. in the matrix like you can't tell me that some guy fucking figured out how to get outside the matrix that's crazy 
He could only do that shit because Neo fucked him up in the first movie. Yeah. Hmm. He infused yeah. him with like some magic or whatever. He. he <clears throat> what happens if you jack that mach- that guy into the Matrix again? Do you think he would show up as? I think he'd be a little Agent Smith inside the Matrix. Then he like when they all right. So all you're, you're chilling with all your boys. You're like, all right, we're gonna plug into the Matrix, right? <laughs> we're plugging in, and they all plug in, and you all pop up, and then all of a sudden, Agent Smith is there, just fucking shit up immediately. Like, oh, not or, good. Or do you think he'd like plug in and he'd like present as Bane? Uh, yeah. Uh, who's to say? I don't know. I don't even know why he'd do that. That I would just make him vulnerable. I don't know either. Okay. Yeah, I'm like really confused. I don't know either. Okay, I'm we really just gotta excited. watch the movie. <laughs> All right, at the end of the last movie, Neo used his magic outside the Matrix, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, this one, though, I've got a little I've got a little summary, right? Mm-hmm. We can either do a plot summary from IMDb, so I'm assuming that's the one that the, that the, the record companies put on there, you know. Or we can do one by a... Uh, Sami- Sa- Samarita. Samarita, dude. Yeah, Samaritas. All right. Neo finds himself trapped between the Matrix and the real world. Meanwhile, Zion is preparing for an oncoming war with the machines with very little chance of survival. Neo's associates set out to free him from the Frenchman since it's believed that he is the one who will end the war between humans and machines. What they do not know is there is a threat from a third party, someone who has plans to destroy both worlds. Is the fucking French guy a program or is he a person? I he's, a he's a program. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. He's a program. But see, I think the the third party, I think that's Agent Smith. He's yeah. out there trying to do his, uh, you know. He's chaos, dude. I don't think he has any real goals. He's like living for the first time and he's just like, fuck it, man. He's like, I can taste this tasty wheat bullshit that you guys eat on these boats. I think I'd hate the machines more than the people. Yeah? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Would you hate the machines more than the people, Alicia? I mean, I would, but I'm also a person. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't think I would relate to the machines so much, you know? Hey, I feel that. What about when he's like, I hate this place. It just, mm, the smell or whatever. That's kind of how I feel about living uh, in the United States right now. So I guess, mm. I don't know. Yeah, I like that part. I will uh, give you a piece of trivia about the movie before we start though okay this one had an unprecedented simultaneous release in every major city that had this movie playing and when i say that i mean that it all released at the exact same time in its own time zone right so it opened at 6 a.m in la and 9 a.m in new york city 2 p.m in london 6 p.m in moscow everyone started at the exact same first showing okay. so no one could give spoilers because the internet and in, in 2003 this was like a hot fucking movie and mm-hmm. they wanted to like hmm. minimize minimize the spoilers so yeah they were like what we're gonna do is everyone's just gonna get the first viewing at the same time mm. simulcast right that's what they call it now right i'm just i'm excited are you excited i'm excited i'm excited Let's watch it. Holy shit, was that a movie? I liked it a lot. 
How did you guys feel? Godfather 3 wishes it was Matrix Revolutions. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder saw this while writing Batman vs. Superman. The color green came into existence after this movie. Dragon Ball Z wishes it could be the Matrix. Yes! Hell yeah, dude. Yes! Holy shit. This was the this was the live action Dragon Ball Z movie I never knew I wanted. I just have one phrase. What's up? Knuckle up. Knuckle, Knuckle up. up. All right. Did you have a favorite new character, Alicia? Because we had a few, but I say this knowing that I don't remember any of the new characters' names. Also, <laughs> so like I shouldn't have been introducing new characters in the third movie. You're the, all right. That's a great one. Yeah. But the return of the Merovingian was great. Yeah, mm -hmm. his weird weirdness. His BDSM club. <laughs> Dude, alright, so that was actually the, like, real. That was, all the people that were in his BDSM club were actually people who were in the Sydney local BDSM scene. And oh. a few of them, uh, actually, not, excuse me, I misspoke. Uh, most of them were their own shit. Mm. like those that was all their personal outfits and then like the, if they needed a little bit of like tweaking the set designer would tweak it a little that's bit that's pretty like, awesome yeah they they couldn't they couldn't effectively costume that many extras so they just contacted the bdsm scene in sydney <laughs> and was like hey yo you want you want to be in a movie and they're like good day mate yeah we've seen matrix we've crikey. seen the matrix crikey uh but yeah that's that was all real good for them yeah dude that scene was kind of kind of nuts because uh when they walked in mm -hmm. right they're like okay we have to check all of our weapons at the door and they're like well we're not doing that and you know everything goes down like the matrix but then as soon as they get to the french guy they pull out their guns everybody else has guns too yeah so many guns what was up with that is, uh, do you only have to, like, check your guns if you aren't, like, chill personally with the Frenchman? Yeah, you're, like, an outsider. I don't know. I, I don't know. Or did they all have time to somehow grab an arsenal of weapons? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'd understand he'd have some security, you know, but it seemed like everyone in that room had a gun. Oh, and, yeah. And they made it sound like you're supposed to check all the guns. Yeah. What do you do, you know? I've got no idea. I've got no idea. I was also questioning why uh, some of the people that were chilling at the coat check, you know, were like jumping on the fucking roofs and running around like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're old programs. They're, you know, the rogue programs. Oh, yeah. Those it, are the werewolf boys. They were the, the vampire. That was freaks. the case with them? Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what the Merovingian's all about. That's why he's got right. his best friend, the train man. You're, all right. So, all right. The train man. Let's talk oh, about God. him for a second. A character I did not recall. I did not remember him at all. I didn't know. What a sick look. Didn't know the, the train situation at all. It's always trains, man. You haven't seen Harry Potter 8, but it's the same fucking thing. It's, it's the Matrix 3? Yeah, he's in a <laughs> fucking train station. He's, and he's like, oh, this is the world in between worlds. <sighs> spooky, dude. All right. Okay, here's what's spooky about it. Yeah. Have you ever done Salvia? No. Oh, no. I mean, I've heard the stories. But... Man, the, the, I think I did it three times. You know, you try anything twice because maybe the first <laughs> time you did it wrong. Every fucking time. I was in a fucking train station. That's weird. Why? Okay. I don't fucking know why. It just feels like you're waiting on something. The you... train's going to come. So you were like 
at I was your I didn't house do it inside or, Oh, oh, that's what I was like. <laughs> did you do like did no. you go to New York just to do this? No, one time I was like uh in like a, a half pipe in a backyard in Ypsilanti. One time I was in a bathroom in Warren. And I forget the third time. Maybe I didn't do it three times. Maybe just the two. <laughs> Maybe just twice. But both times, fucking train station, dude. So like visually, you That's every a, you I, looked like you were you were like this is definitely a train station. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Because like, when you do the salvia and you really break through, like the whole world stops existing. That's insane. It just felt like I was sitting up against a wall in a train station waiting on a train. I've never done that. I've never been in a train station like that waiting on a train. Yeah. I wonder if it has something to do with the Matrix. Maybe. Like, you know. I don't know if I've ever been in a situation where I feel like I'm waiting for a train. It's a very specific feeling. I understand that. Does it... I I, I don't know. The Amtrak's different than a subway. It was, it's like a subway. Yeah. That's what it feels like. I've never been mm-hmm. in a subway. Or like plat- Platform 9 and 3 quarters. We've ridden the L train in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's the closest I've gotten to any yeah, kind of train-like like transportation. It's like a subway, but it's elevated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was say, Superway. I was going to say, when I was on the subway in New York, I think that the best way I could describe the difference between the L and Chicago and is uh, just anxiety. Okay. <laughs> I was just more anxious in, in, in uh, New York okay. because I felt as if I needed to anticipate when things were because everything was moving faster and there were more people. Mm-hmm. So if I wasn't ready to get off at my stop, I was fucked. Yeah. You're like, well, guess I'm riding to the next one and we'll see. What at happens. least with Chicago, I knew that like, oh, the next stop on the blue line is, is four blocks away. Yeah. So I can just walk the four blocks if I need to, you know. And, you know, it could be just like an evolutionary thing as well. Like people are not meant to be subterranean. Yeah. They're not supposed to be underground. That's weird. Spooky right. down there. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Mm-hmm. You're free if you're above the ground. I uh, I think that was exactly what they were talking about in this movie also. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, because the, the, the journey that Neo and Trinity make once in the real world is to the surface. And the moment when they actually, like, breach the clouds and Trinity sees the sun for the first time in her life, like, it was supposed to be, like, this huge experience for her. And I think they depicted it very well. Mm-hmm. You know, like... I was looking forward to it. Yeah, like, she... the Like, I, I believed Carrie Ann Moss when <laughs> I saw her face. And she's like, oh, my God, this is gorgeous. I'm like, yeah. I, I Yes. A hundred percent. Well, then also it's like, I think she kind of knew like, this is it for me. And so that was also kind of one of the last things that she got to experience, which is pretty cool to think about. Yeah. Big old free fall. Well, not seeing the sun. Not only a free fall, but yeah. Like when was the last time a person saw the sun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably never. She, she could, she could have been the first person to have seen it in like 300 years. And Neo could have seen it too if he had I was, eyeballs. I was just going to say, and he didn't even get to see it. <laughs> oh, well, a hundred years. I don't know what year it is. It they doesn't said, matter. They said that it was, we think it's 1999, but it's actually closer to 2099. Oh, God, how, how bleak. Look at look <laughs> at how fucked up the world got. In like a hundred years or something like I mean. That. Wow. Or it's, it's a 2199. Well, I mean, that would give it some more time, but still pretty, not, not looking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, you know, 
I wish that the train man could have interacted a little more with everyone. I wish we would have gotten the scene of Trinity going with the train man and going to pick up Neo. And he's like, ah, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't in it uh, very much, really, at all. It didn't, just like a little goon. I, the, the train man, I thought that he was off-putting. Oh, yeah. But I loved how Trinity just threw that dick around and was like, no. We're either all going to die here or you're going to call that train man and get my boyfriend back. (laughs) And the Frenchman was like, you know what? You got a great point there. What's her name? Persephone or whatever. Mm -hmm. She was like, she's not kidding. No, you better believe it. I kissed her boyfriend. He's for real. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I still can't believe that she did that in the last movie. It was just like straight up like, no, I want you to kiss me. And then like, Neo just did it. Yeah. Well, you I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I guess. Get her done. I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought this was great. Mm-hmm. It was it was something that I don't know, maybe maybe because I, I think it was great because I'm older now. You know, when I was younger, I just wanted to see them in the Matrix and fighting all the time. And the fact that a third of the movie was was in the Matrix, that I was like, well, I'm just going to watch people just like shoot at a hole for an hour and a half like we did watch people shoot at a hole for maybe half an hour i mean yeah 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 Yeah, but yeah i think it was the fact that it wasn't in the matrix was really really threw me when i was younger and i liked it now Mm -hmm. you know like i think it i think it had lots of stuff to say like just in in regards to how you believe in yourself you know okay like the the whole time i've the whole the whole series the the oracle has been telling us you know like we we hold all the answers that we have for, for our questions like inside of us right mm-hmm. and like we'll make those decisions and move forward and we just have to deal with the consequences then and th- the best that we can do is like figure out why we've made these decisions so we can feel comfortable dealing with those consequences yeah, and i think it's the thing that there isn't necessarily one right or wrong it's just different it's going to play out differently depending on what choice you make exactly exactly mm-hmm. okay and like at the very end when when smith is standing over top neo and he's like oh this is I, this is how it ends you know i've seen this and everything like that and Smith obviously saw it from a perspective where he wins because that's what he wanted right. to see. But then Neo, someone with free will, mm. then stands up and you know and was like, you know, you can do whatever you're gonna do. I'm gonna keep fighting you until I can't fight you anymore. Mm-hmm. And then becoming infected, you know, Smith goes and downloads himself. And then that gave the Matrix the opportunity to eradicate Smith because it finally had his code. Hmm. Yeah. I feel bad. I liked Agent Smith. I thought he was great in this movie. Yeah? I, he was like, you know, he's having existential crises throughout the whole thing. Oh, he yeah. doesn't know what his purpose is. You know, he's like, why do you have purpose? Why don't I have purpose? What is this all about? I'm fucking, I, you know, I ate the Oracle. I took her eyeballs. Like, what the fuck? You know? I thought it was fucked for the, for the Manuvian to uh, ask for the Oracle's eyeballs. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's a nice setup, though, for Agent Smith just taking them a couple scenes That's later. That's true. Yeah. Like, knowing that they uh, somebody else wants them, oh, they must be valuable. Because otherwise, if he just showed up and he was like, hey, I'm taking your eyeballs, we'd be like, what? <laughs> Wait, why? You've not <laughs> talked about this at all this entire time. Yeah, no one's mentioned her eyeballs being valuable. Weird. <laughs> Do you think that she needs her eyes to see the future? 
Yeah, I think that's the implication. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I almost think the eyes was like a figure of speech. Mm-hmm. Like, we want her eyes. Well, no, what you really want is the her ability, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I thought on Raised by Wolves. But it turns out they were actual physical eyeballs <laughs> that allowed her to turn into a killing machine. Hmm. She's a robot. She can, you know, she t- chains out those eyeballs. Oh, these are my mom- mommy eyeballs. These are my killing eyeballs. That's what. So, all right. So you're <laughs> telling me that Dove is, is squaring off against an eyeball lady who just swaps them out and changes their personality. You've got it 100%. That's interesting. <laughs> This, nailed it. This Raised by Wolves sounds amazing. Maybe we should check it out. And you know that she's full of milk. Have you have you watched Raised by Wolves, Alicia? No. It's about this android that's full of milk. Full of milk? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you're lactose intolerant. Not so. good. Not good for you. <laughs> yeah, Ridley, Ridley Scott's the creator, right? Okay. So it's got the same kind of vibe as Alien. Okay. You know? And it's got this one guy that's in uh, The Beast, like one of the stars in the beast is also one of the stars and is raised by wolves and he's mm-hmm. got this goofy fucking mullet and I think his deal if i'm recalling correctly he was a guy like a stowaway and a criminal of some sort but then he stole the face of like these religious space zealots and he has become this guy <laughs> like whose face he stole oh that's that, i mean is he a robot it's... too no he's just a dude he's a real dude Oh man, <laughs> they they hate the robots though. They're like the robots are real bad. Well, that seems to be a a theme. Well, the robots are doing real good at raising their kids. Mm-hmm. They're trying their best, anyways. Wait, the robots have kids? That's the thing. That's that's not why they're <laughs> so, full of milk. I don't. <laughs> but it's close. <laughs> Wait. Okay, so she's a killing robot, right? Okay. And mm-hmm. this guy finds her, and he's like, "Ooh, what a sexy killing robot! You're gonna be a mommy." So he like uh, makes her have like robot ovaries or whatever, and sends her into space with this other robot. He changes out her eyeballs so that she's a mommy, and then when they get to whatever fucking planet they're on, she uh, pulls out some embryos and pops them in her and her little ovaries, and she has babies. That's uh, not. Usually, how that kind of works, but they're, they're human babies born by a robot. What? Yeah. That literally shit. makes zero sense. Yeah, yeah. Although that'd be sick because, like, if I were one had a kid, like, I don't want it to grow my own body. So, like, if exactly. I could grow it in like a a robot, or a robot, uh, some kind of like you that. know, <laughs> one like of those pods that Neo lives in, robot womb. <laughs> I, yeah, sign me up. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, she's got like a robot womb, and uh, I don't know. They seem to be doing a good job raising their kids. Better than the fucking religious people. <laughs> oh, God. Gee, how did you feel about Bane in, in this movie? I mean, we got a lot more information about him, obviously, because like in the last one, we kind of had a scene or two, and then he got zapped by Smith, and then we just saw him for like one scene, then he passed out, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he like volunteered to go on the ship so that he could be near Neo because he really just like wanted to kill Neo, I guess. Mm-hmm. That was like the only purpose that physical Agent Smith had, Bane. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or did he have some other goal? I don't know. Like, I know that they had been out of the Matrix for a little bit, right? Because they mentioned that he had 
put a bunch of like self-inflicted cuts on his arm. Why did he do that? Well, they explained it in the last one, right? It was kind of like one of those things like, oh, pinch me to make sure I'm awake kind of situation. Uh-huh. He didn't know because he spent so much time in the, the Matrix if he was real or not. Oh, and okay. Agent Smith never having a body before, I'm sure he wanted to see what it felt like. Uh, I just want to feel something. Dude, I don't know what a computer's thinking about. He was, like, trying to download himself into every... He downloaded himself into a little girl. Let's talk about that for a moment. <laughs> that's awesome. I felt weird about that. Yeah, that's uh, that's different. <laughs> Gotta bake these cookies with a little bit of love. I don't know. Okay, so where do you think she was coming from, the little girl? I don't know. Okay, so we know I, I that... I thought she was trying to get smuggled out of the Matrix, but she's trying to get smuggled into the Matrix. Yeah, and so we know she's a program, but her parents said, her parents were sure also programs, said sure. that she didn't have a purpose. Right, so like, pretty what, fucking why rude. Why would there be a program that didn't have a purpose? Well, because it was born of two programs, so it doesn't have like an inherent purpose, but it has to have some purpose. Right, that's what I'm, like, something. I don't know, man. Like, God, what a thing to say that a child's fucking worthless. <laughs> Right, like, I think she's the most beautiful thing in the world, and that's it. And I, I computer love her. Like, I, I know what love is, but just that it's a word. I I thought that guy was nuts. I, I'm not, like, you know, I'm not trying he to say he's nuts. nuts. Like, it was like, was nuts. He had no idea what was going on. He's like, whoa, you feel love? Yeah. And he's like, well, it's a word, sir. <laughs> when I, okay, when I say nuts, I think he proposed a lot of very interesting questions. Just by existing, though. Like, yeah. you know, and saying, like, the things that he thinks and feels. Yeah. It wasn't like he was like, oh, Keanu, you ever think about this? Yeah, no, he was just like, what is love? It's just a word that describes a connection you feel. So if if you have a, a close connection to anything, it could be described as love. Yeah, and it's you know? interesting that they did imply that these programs, although programs, like, did have feelings. Well, I mean, the Merovingian has feelings, and mm-hmm. his, his wife has feelings, clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think this movie was a little more focused on that. And then, like, Agent Smith, he has feelings, but he doesn't have purpose. He has anger and resentment and disgust. Yeah. But he doesn't have anything that he wants. But then he says the purpose of everything is to end. Oh, yeah, that's the, what he discovered. Yeah. Hell, yeah. What a boss. <laughs> I mean, like, that... Uh, nihilism. <laughs> I also, like, have a question in regards to just Smith. And this one, like, I think he... he over the series, you see him become more and more aware, right? Because mm-hmm. he, because before he was just hunting down programs and and like trying to to delete them because mm-hmm. he was an agent. But then once he became unplugged and just started doing his own thing, he started to gain humanity and started asking questions. And it really, really exposed the fact that he really is the yin to Neo's yang, mm-hmm. right? Because like Neo was there to save everyone, so he clearly was there to destroy them. And he didn't understand why. And I think that plays into Neo's understanding then was mm. because Smith is supposed to be the opposite. So if Neo actually did have a realization and knew what his purpose was, then Smith shouldn't. Well, and like, let's get deep for a second. Like, we're humans. We There's no specific purpose for us. Like, mm-hmm. so we can question that. But then it's like you kind of find your own purpose, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but in Agent Smith found his, his is just like, ah, I'll just multiply. But only inside <laughs> the Matrix. The real world actually fucking sucks. Why would why would anyone want to be out there? And that's the crazy thing, because then his goal is to shut down the Matrix. He's like, the real world fucking sucks. Matrix fucking sucks. Everything fucking sucks. I'm going to go kill God. What do you guys think? So... <laughs> We left him alone in the Matrix for a, a couple hours. You know, he just like <laughs> left Smith alone. Yeah, he's like, he goes on a killing spree. He's like, I'll kill the little girl. I'm going to kill Seraph, and I'm going to kill the Oracle. And yeah. then the rest of the world, three down, seven billion more to go. I'm just going to download everybody. Um, I, and then they just all stand out there in the rain. I'd have to expect there'd be one Agent Smith that's like, mm, I got little sugar feet. I can't be outside in the rain. <laughs> I gotta go inside. I'm getting all wet. Well, it is uh, weird how once he became like everybody, mm-hmm. how the sky is just like dark and it's raining now. And like the vibe is different, guys. It's different. Yeah, the architect's like uh, apocalypse.exe. So <laughs> <laughs> it's getting dark out here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of mirroring between the uh, real world and the Matrix and the Matrix and the train station. Everything was, there's a lot of good uh, good film stuff going mm-hmm. on, you know? Yeah, well, and then it's like, who saw, like, Smith being everyone's enemy? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, also... He's a hater. <laughs> did the robots really not think, the machines really didn't think they'd be able to beat him? Or right. they were like, well, we can kill two birds with one stone. Right, they killed Neo and uh-huh, they killed uh-huh. Agent Smith. That's mm-hmm. the thing that I don't really understand. Like, why did they back off after, you know, after they got Neo and They're Agent like, Smith? we'll keep our word. Because they were mad at the people. And then, like, Agent Smith was just, like, the third party who was just in to cause chaos. Mm-hmm. Like, why did they suddenly decide that they didn't care about the humans anymore? I think that was the, the, the thing. Like, like, Neo gave himself up so everybody else could live? Yeah. So it, he's it was one of those Jesus. Things. Yeah, he's Jesus. Yeah. He'll rise again in eighteen years or whatever. <laughs> uh that was the whole thing. Like he was like twenty years. Twenty mm-hmm. years now. So yeah, eighteen years, you're right. Came out like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Seems right to me. Yeah, like Christmas two years ago. Um but yeah, like maybe Agent Smith being a virus was then going to destroy all the machines from the inside out. Yeah, maybe. You know? Oh, from the Matrix out? Could yeah. Be. I was wondering if the child might be, like, some other form of program. Like, those people said they're software engineers. Her parents were software engineers. Should they think that little girl's, like, a screensaver or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) She did create the sunrise in the end or whatever. Right. That's That's a good point. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they were personified, but maybe they're programs that don't typically live in the Matrix, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they just live, like, in the hardware. Mm-hmm. They don't exist in the software of the Matrix. They're like, oh, we got to get our daughter over to the Matrix so she can pursue her dream of making sunrises. <laughs> okay, so do you think that there's like just someone hanging out like on on a like there are cities in the Matrix also? There's there are cities in the Matrix. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. I'm trying to think of like where do these where do those programs live? Do they have like apartment buildings? Or are they just like once they get out of that train station, they're just code? I think that they're all telecommuters. They all work at, yeah, they all live in apartment buildings. They also work at, and they never have to leave their house because they don't need food or anything. Oh, God, terrible. 
It's it uh, sounds unoptimal. I, at first, I was thinking they were just code, but it'd be more horrifying if they were living in tiny little apartment buildings. Y'all, now that we're talking about uh, the actual meat of this movie, I'm like, there isn't a lot. It's a lot of fighting. No, yeah. like there's. It's <laughs> mostly fighting and like love will conquer yes, all, so and we believe love. in Neo. Mm-hmm. And like Morpheus looking at all these other old people and being like, oh yeah, you just gotta believe, I guess. Well, I mean, like. With, there's obviously the religious aspect, you know, that's involved with the whole thing, Neo being a savior. And I think that just with every other biblical story like that, it comes with war. Like, So, I mean, like, I, I feel like it's on par with everything else that's been told in that manner. But I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think you're right. Like, it is just lots of fighting. Like, how... And he picked a third path. The architect yeah. said, like, everyone dies or you survive with 23 other people. And he's like, well, you didn't think about this one. What if I sacrifice myself? And then hundreds of people get to live. Mm-hmm. True. The architect's yeah. like, god damn, got me again, you silly oracle. Would have gotten away <laughs> if it if weren't for you and those meddling kids. Oh, yeah. And the, f- the fact that the oracle, like, obviously is a different person, but still a similar vibe yeah she's chill i really expected that she would be like a totally different person yeah yeah how so um well because i was like well if if they're like reborn almost in a way or regenerate i don't know wording you would use but uh like okay so now i'm picturing the never-ending story okay what is the you know the princess lady that i'm talking about the uh I've never I, seen it. Oh my god, for real? Yeah, I've only seen it since I, I haven't seen it since I was oh a kid. I couldn't tell you what the princess's name is. But I, I'm imagining someone like her, uh-huh. like being a fresh, like reborn person. I don't know. Like I'm imagining pure, a Doctor pure. Who. Okay. You know, they're different. They come back and they're different. Yeah, yeah. it's different. But she's got the same vibe, and uh, I was wrong. I predicted that Neo would be uh, would be like suspicious of her, but Neo's like, no, I get it. You're the Oracle. Everybody else was suspicious of her. Yeah, because cool, they don't know the truth. Yeah. First, first they get in the they get in the room, and Morpheus is like, "Who are you?" <laughs> and then she's like, "I'm the Oracle." He's like, you don't look like the Oracle. It's like, well. Something happened. I made a choice, and now I don't get to look like myself anymore. Well, that's weird. Are you sure? Like, yeah, man, we're fucking sure. We just told you. <laughs> like, it's just how it works. Like, we made choices, and, you know, we we deal with what those choices, you know, And that's bring. how they explain some recasts in the, in the fourth one as well. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's just an updated version of the same old program or whatever. Well, I mean, like, just... Just like Neo in the real world, he made a choice to fight Bane, then he lost his eyes, and then now Neo looks different, and he sees the world different for the rest of the movie. And, like, it's, it's all about transformation, the entire thing, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. I didn't. I, I I liked I liked the change of the or, of the Oracle. Like it it bums me out that it happened because the actress passed away. Yeah, that's very sad. Um, you would have rather they hired an old lady who's nearly dead, or I mean, no. fired an old lady who's nearly dead. No, 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 no. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. I'm saying like I it, I'm bummed that she passed and she couldn't come back. You know, but I think the way that they uh that they 
that they fixed it yeah. you know big old air quotes around fixed it how how they how they changed the story to move forward in an effective way they uh, lampshaded it yeah oh my gosh she's different it's part of it yeah i thought that was cool like that was like that was something that was written into the matrix that was like kind of like a blessing that you didn't think about like oh yeah you can quite literally just change anything in the matrix at the drop of a hat and just mm-hmm. make it kind of look in the ballpark and then you can say like oh yeah something happened with the code mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah, yeah. Like it gives the, them the an matrix out. five they're gonna cast christoph waltz and be like ah oh, the merovingian returns oh he's a little different now i would i would really like the matrix five instead of having keanu reeves in it it was adam driver <laughs> you know like just like adam grow your hair back out you know it'll be cool and he's like okay so he's just like now just kind of look aloof all right <laughs> and then like we have we Give have him. A whoa <laughs> yeah we, we've just got adam driver as neo oh wow. and like anna kendrick's is trinity you know it'd be perfect mm. she's mm-hmm. a little too quirky i think you think she's too quirky <laughs> yeah. i was just throwing out an actress's name no but I don't I, know i'm just like good. picturing her like as she normally is in every other movie and it's kind of funny to think about like everybody in this movie is kind of very much a blank slate you yeah know? they're very just like yeah. their, faci- their facial expressions and even like their delivery with their lines is just very like straightforward and like there's not a lot of emotion i feel like behind it Right, even when Trinity's dying, she's yeah. just like whispering very softly. It's emotional, but mostly because you have to listen very closely mm-hmm. to even hear her. The only one that I would say that I'm going to push back on in regards to emotional uh, characters, Jada Pinkett Smith actually kind of wowed me in this one. Wow. When she was flying the fucking hammer around and like when she's getting chased by all those squid things she has to take off her shirt to concentrate more like i was kind of like damn yeah way to go jada you're fucking selling this i liked it a lot i thought she did pretty good it bums me out that i know that she'd go on to do gotham and that's a travesty (laughs) like oh man fish mooney's the worst part about gotham dude maybe but that's only because everything else is so fucking good you're right you're right i love donald logue as harvold i love him so much he's the best ah how did you feel about jada pinkett smith alicia i mean i also thought for a lot of the like lines that she had there wasn't a lot of emotion until she was flying that thing and then there was like intensity but her just like yelling at Morpheus, all, yeah. all the things he needs to do, and he's like falling behind. And she's like, "Keep up!" And he's, he's like, like I'm, "I'm trying." trying. <laughs> like that was a little, yeah, it was a good bit that they were doing together. I like. I mean, it. I do like, like we kind of talked about that. It was only two women that were able to fly it manually. manually. Yeah. Hell yeah! Because back home, Commander Sick. Locks like, "Oh, no one's ever flown a, a ship manually before." And cut to her. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, pull the lever, Morpheus. He's like, I can't, I can't do it. Whipping that ass around. Oh man, it was great. I loved it. What about the the kid that was sixteen and then he was eleven? And then he was seven and then he was four. <laughs> he was four. I don't think he was four. What's he called? He's the one that uh, the Neo saved at the beginning of the movie last time. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Hmm. You know, uh, tiny no. little guy, tiny nerd. He was just like, I felt like he was a mouse replacement. Yeah, he was. You know, I uh, I don't even know if they mention his name. He's but in two movies and he's like central. I don't. Terrible. 
I don't know what his name is. Yeah, I mean, he kind of saved the day. Yeah, he he made it so that the hammer could get back through the wall and set off the EMP and destroy all of the Squiddy Boys that were at Zion for five minutes. They had, I think. Uh, his, his real name is Clayton Watson. Do you, all right, all right, all right. Hold on a second. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Where do we know Clayton Watson from? I want the two of you. Oh God. To just guess what this character's name is. Pipsqueak. Clayton Watson was also in Kane, The Coast, and Michael Wardeth. Cool. Wardeth, she wrote. It shows him uh, also in The Young Rock and um, nothing else that I've seen. I'd like to see Young Neo. Young Neo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just growing up in the Matrix. Who would play a, a baby Neo? Well, oh, Keanu, the, he'd just be tiny Keanu. <laughs> Clayton Watson's character's name was Kid. Kid. I was um, going to say quite Baby. Literally kid. So. <laughs> ba- baby would be great. <laughs> oh, just very spicy Jason, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I also liked um, that we got more Z in this one, right? Mm-hmm. Because when, when she was like, no, Link is out there and I have to defend defend zion because if i was out there then link would defend zion mm-hmm. like i gotta fucking do this and then her and chara just like no we're teaming up you got your double double barrel bazooka we're just gonna go fire at shit right rocket propelled girl bossing i liked it i i was uh i was real happy every time they got a guy and uh as soon as you're like, oh, they're going to fire it in that drill's butthole. I got so fucking <laughs> oh excited. God, that was sick. I thought they were going to do it, but they did that? I mean, she they, tried. She, she tried. She did her best. <laughs> she was <laughs> like, hold my belt, and then we're going to fire this rocket into that butthole. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, R.I.P. Chara, you know? R.I.P. Yeah. Chara, but, you know. I thought she was great. I thought that, that Z was great, too, because she popped up later on in the film and helped Kid out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just, it was all great. Thought she did real good. Mm-hmm. Yep, all heroes all around. Did you have a least favorite part in this movie? Um, I like the part where they're shooting at the hole for twenty minutes. Yeah, I hear that. I was gonna say that part was taxing because I couldn't tell what was going on at some points. Mm-hmm. Like it just. Because it was a CGI monstrosity of war, yeah. you know, like it—it mm-hmm. it was what it was. Like I didn't expect to see much, but it, like it was really difficult to see things. Plus, once all the guys were strapped into their exoskeletons and just shooting their little machine gun, uh, like I couldn't see. What yeah, was going maybe on. we need to talk about that for a second because <laughs> the whole time we're like, these are poorly like constructed they're not even protected their fleshy suits are just out for the taking and, and how like, do the bad guys take them out they fucking just scratch at their faces until they <laughs> yeah. bleed out the fuck like i'm sorry yeah they're but... not protected in any way whatsoever they just have extra big limbs and big guns and it, they're so bulky like they're not even fast mm-hmm. like the whole point must have just been to like secure and then shoot but again if you had like something covering your body maybe it would take longer for the machines to get you know get, get, yeah cut you up <laughs> they'd have to like rip your suit open right or whatever. Like, save you a few minutes at least in in some some other exoskeleton movies i've seen right 
Because th- these things kind of reminded me of the lifters and aliens, right? Right, that's what I was saying, that they might be more of a construction thing, right? But being that they had actual, like, weapons on them... Sure. ...kind of gave me, like... <clears throat> it's, it's like if you if you mix the, the suit from, from aliens with all the functionality of Edge of Tomorrow... Oh, okay. Right? Okay, yeah. Because those were actually made for combat. But everything in Edge of Tomorrow was real sleek. Mm-hmm. And, like, it actually, like, powered... I don't want to say powered the people, but it, like, when when someone punched in one of those exoskeletons, it gave them extra power to sure. do it. And, um, like, I These don't guys don't do any punching. No, there's no punching. <laughs> Their well, guns do all shooting. the punching. They just knuckle up. They just knuckle They just knuckle up. <laughs> All right. Do you think yeah. that call was to to raise your guns to the sky, or was that I'm like to fight? Because like, what does knuckles up mean? <laughs> like, I've never been in a and situation then, where someone screamed it at me. Like the first time that he said it, I thought he said "buckle up," but then the words <laughs> like on the screen because we had the right. Subtitles I turned on. the subtitles off probably a third of the way through because I was like, "Oh, why are we looking at subtitles?" Yeah. <laughs> Usually, so, yeah, I like them, the but not for the Matrix. Said knuckle up so i was like okay maybe that is what he's saying so then we just went with it but all the subtitles were getting in the way of you reading that sushi menu you yeah know, i wanted like, to see all the sushi oh, I want to see a california roll <laughs> uh. <laughs> well i mean it, like they're all speaking very clearly i didn't need the subtitles yeah it's like shakespearean acting yeah wherefore art thou keanu wherefore art thou keanu um yeah I uh, I thought this was great. I thought the I thought the Wachowskis did a great job with this. Um, I was bummed that it took me this long to watch it again. You know, like it was great. I had a really fun time watching this movie. I think that I like this one more than the second one, but I'm uh, not sure. Yeah, they didn't wreck nearly as many cars in this. That's one. true. <laughs> Because there's no cars in the real world. <laughs> it's only squids. Well, there's some sick whips at the Merovingian's place. There were some sick whips. and uh, But they were all like, that's all they were, was right there. There was no there was no other whips anywhere else. They didn't drive. Other than the the ships. I think we did say that last time the Nebuchadnezzar is a sick whip. Yeah, well, we <laughs> didn't even have the Nebuchadnezzar in this one. All we had was... Um, because they EMP'd it in the last one. Agent Smith did. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we had the hammer and the the lasso. Is that what it was? I didn't know what the one that they well, were flying was called. Na- Naobi's ship was what uh, Trinity and Neo took. I forgot. I don't know what it's called. Or Niobe's ship, but um, yeah, it was it was it was a whip. No, nevertheless, <laughs> it was a whip. Nevertheless, I did want to take it down to Fashion Corner. Okay. Everyone looked a little bit sleeker in this one. Like, and I say sleeker in a way that, like, all right. When I saw Morpheus' suit in the first one, he had that, like, kind of snake skin thing at one point. Or, like, an alligator skin almost, like, jacket. Or, well, it just, it, it was real, fl- like, as neutral as it was, it was still flashy mm-hmm. to me. I feel like everyone had really just embraced the dark tones and... Like, I don't think Trinity was doing too much pleather. Like, she had some pleather on, but it wasn't as much as the last few, two movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's everyone's 
outfits got, yeah, just sleeker and cooler looking. When I think uh, this one, they're, you know, with them being in the real world a lot more, they had their tattered clothes on a lot more. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Their DIY sweaters and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like I their mean, super cross punk looks. Right. The real VIPs of the game, though, was the Sydney, you said? Sydney, Australia, BDSM scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those were the real stars for sure. They oh, showed up. It was gorgeous. All, all their outfits were cool as shit. Mm-hmm. One guy had on like a plastic uh, yellow top. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, called up the gimp suit guy, and then oh, I yeah. saw that Trinity was actually wearing most of her gimp suit I, yeah, I was going to well. say, like, Trinity kind of blended <laughs> in in that thing. She was like, oh, I'm part of this, guys. I belong here. Um, the Merovingian's yeah. girlfriend wife. Oh, <laughs> she always oh, yeah. looks great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> girlfriend wife. She, uh, she was wrapped in plastic for sure. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, that scene was, was, was gorgeous to look at. Or I... Maybe not gorgeous is the wrong word. It was extremely interesting to look at. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was trying to see some dongs. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I was Whoa. I secret had, dongs in this movie. I had my eyes peeled for a nipple or a dong or a butt or anything. I, think it, I know I was like trying to like see. I was like, is anyone? But I think uh, it didn't really zoom in on anyone specifically close enough. I think to really differentiate yeah. too much. Correct. It's like there was one person that it was like a whisper of a nipple, maybe, <laughs> but it was like you could you could see that they were like kind of exposed, but then you couldn't see what was yeah. exposed, you know. Oh. So it was like it was it was the idea of a nipple. Whoa! I like the whisper. <laughs> the, the whisper whis- of a nipple. The whisper of a nipple. <laughs> oh, yeah! I thought that they were good. I liked. Uh, I liked what was it the Oracle's outfit? I, thought, I mean, she wears pretty much the same thing in the entire time. But Green. She, she just looks comfy and like 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 she just she 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 dresses in a way that my grandma dressed. Yeah, I like it. There's something I think comforting. It's cool. I think the, it looks good. Her and her old lady candy. Yeah, always so cute. Out candy showing people. I know. I, I like her. She's like, I still like candy. <laughs> I didn't trust that. <laughs> Oh, I did. I was like, yes, this is her. I, I may, love her. I may look completely different, but I'm still American. I eat candy. Still got the same eyeballs. Don't I take still them. still smoke, too. Don't worry about that. <laughs> She's still smoking. <laughs> She's putting out a quarter smoked cigarettes. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Just smoke the entire cigarette. Listen, buy the little ones. She put in her dues. She doesn't... She can spend her money how she wishes, okay? She's got shit to do. She smokes a businesswoman cigarette for oh. a lady on the go. For a lady on the go. <laughs> Oh, dude, I want to watch Romeo and Michelle. Okay, so Romeo and Michelle have fast-burning cigarettes, right? For a lady on the go. So that you can actually, like, smoke a whole cigarette in, like, four drags. But in the fifth element, right, they have inverted cigarettes where the actual cigarette part is as long as the traditional filter and the filter is as long as the traditional cigarette. Whoa. Right? Fucking regulations. It's so silly. I, I watched watched it the other day and I was like... I never noticed it before. Corbin Dallas throws that cigarette in his mouth and it's three quarters of the way filter. I was like, what's the, what the fuck is going on? They're going to start fucking us like that. Oh. You think so? Yeah. I mean. Extra filter. Listen, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Remember when they made. stuff. Remember, remember, <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Remember when they, when they changed. Fake politics. <laughs> I'm not going to get. Specific. You know, I think y'all know what I'm laying down. Right? Uh, t- times they're changing. <laughs> Not in a good way. Uh remember when they 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 made fireproof cigarettes? 
No, why would you do that? <laughs> Dude, the, it's been like this. That happened like when you were 20. Aren't they all fireproof cigarettes Yeah, now? I mean, they're like... They're self-extinguishing now. Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, okay, good. So... That's so that you don't die while you're smoking in bed. It's yeah, I mean, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So like it just uh, lights enough while you're like puffing it basically to like... Yeah. Okay. You have to have airflow, I think, to keep it alive. Because... Because we had smoking in in bars still for two weeks or yeah two weeks after I turned twenty one so like in Michigan it it became outlawed to smoke inside in two thousand ten and then shortly after that fireproof cigarettes came out so they, hmm. so they oh, would really? go out and what happened or like initially at least to to put them out they put like a ring of adhesive inside of oh, i think mm, i do remember delicious. that yeah yeah, what you yeah. Want. Uh, it, it was a third of the way in and then another third uh, every third of the cigarette there was a ring well about. that's not super helpful if you drop it and it's it hasn't reached that point yet it, like your bed will light on fire yeah, <laughs> yeah. but only for a third of the time <laughs> Then I'll extinguish. Is that how science works? Yeah, then it, then that's it, what they did. It, like Dude. shoots out fire extinguisher. No, <laughs> they did that, and they said it was safer. And then they also mm-hmm. went and like, oh man, you know, there's we're getting people are getting too much smoke when they smoke cigarettes. Let's go put a bunch of little pin po- pin holes in the filter, so that when we put it into this machine to test the like and regulate the tar intake or whatever. It'll say that it's like a more air coming in because of all these holes in the filter. But when people smoke cigarettes, that's where they put their fingers. Ah, <laughs> so it won't like Genius. matter. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like the cigarette companies just want to kill us. I mean, kind of like which is crazy because that's how they make their money. It's kind of like they're just lying. But you'll die pretty cool, right? Oh, yeah, you look, you so, look cool. so cool. <laughs> That's the one thing I miss about smoking cigarettes. And they'll be I like, look, look so at that cool corpse. <laughs> I look so cool. Better start smoking. But Vince, don't you want to live longer to experience the hellscape that that's around us? It's going to plug me into the Matrix. Just, yeah, plug, plug me into the Matrix. Do they have cancer in the Matrix? Hmm. Oh, yeah, but you can, like, imagine it away. Oh. Or, like, Neo could come and he could lay his hands on you. He'd be like, whoa. He could be like, like in Constantine and just rip the cancer out. Yeah, this cancer's real bad. Spoiler for Constantine. Thanks, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, yum, 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 yum. I want that cancer. Yum, 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 yum. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You. Yeah. Yep. You guys want to know some trivia about this movie? Yes, please. Surprise us. All right, I have a few little pieces of it for you here. It says, the Oracle's new experience was explained in Enter the Matrix the Game as punishment from the Frenchman for directing him or Neo to him, causing him to lose the Keymaker and other henchmen. So that was the official reason why the Oracle looks different. But how did he change her appearance? Maybe uh, he has another program who can who can change it up. Very, very plausible. I, I don't know. See, I thought that he just killed her, and then the architect was like, well, we need a new Oracle. And just, like, just beep boop beep boop. Yeah, or it's like her data was still there and like re-upload her, like you know. Yeah, or Oracle.exe as well. I also found that the special effects crew spent two months designing things to make the perfect raindrop. 
Interesting. Because the Neo could punch it. Well, because <laughs> in that scene, they used some practical rain also, you know? So they had to make it look perfect. Wow. Some of it was fake? Yeah. A, a few of them were fake. A few of the rains weren't real. <laughs> one out of every ten drops is real. You know, I, one, once we started flying around, I know we had to suspend our disbelief a little bit. But yes, Josh, mm-hmm. some of the rain was fake. Man, I'm surprised some of it was fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. I thought this movie was documentary. But, yeah. That's why they had to invent those cameras, you know? That's why they, they had to invent cameras. You know, since since we watched the last one, mm-hmm. there's been just like something like eating at me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I... I think you should keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, let it keep eating. <laughs> It'll eat you from the inside out. <laughs> yeah, like the like just download me. Yeah, you're infected with Asian Smith virus. We're gonna oh leave you to God. it. No, I'm not I'm not gonna let that happen. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get it off my chest, you guys. Alicia, mm-hmm. I wanna know where this ranks on the Alicia scale. <laughs> Fuck, man, you made me wait so long. I want to yeah. know this one and the last okay. one. How do you feel with I the guess. fucking Matrix? I'm, uh, it's so hard for me. Because, like, there are parts that I like, but I'm like, God, there's so much just fucking fighting. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I know some of the fighting, like, is necessary. I just think, like, the part where all the squid baby robots are invading. It's like, I don't think that that fighting had to go on as long as it did. Like, we get the idea. We know what's going on. Like... Um, but I guess this one I think I maybe liked more. Uh, so I guess I'll give this one a three and a half. And then the last movie I'll give a three. Mm. But what about the first one? Did, did you rate the first one? I did rate that she, one. She good, good. One. good. I was just too mad about the last one to uh, <laughs> fairly rate it after that fucking ending. <laughs> I uh, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I, uh, yeah, that, that last ending was so fucking bad, but I'm happy this one kind of won you over a little yeah. bit more. Um, do you, did you like the, 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 the color, like being that we were like, like how we mentioned beforehand, like mm-hmm. blue was what we realized we were looking for being in the real world. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the color palettes were like cool or like, did that do anything for you? Cause like, I don't know. I was trying to pay attention. Yeah, I do think it was cool, and I mean, just generally when they're in the real world, like, other than there's some blueness, too, it's just, like, so dark, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, bleak, Um, so I think the contrast, uh, you, you know, is definitely, I don't know, more visible in this one, I guess, and then in the end when she sees the sun, it's, like, mm-hmm. so magical, and so, yeah, I definitely, I think that uh, that definitely played into some of the things that I liked in this movie. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude, I'm happy about that. Josh, how'd you feel? Uh, you know, I also gave this movie three and a half stars. Totally vibes based. <laughs> you know, I also like the part where she sees the sun for the first time in a hundred years. It's beautiful. I like the part where Agent Smith is like, oh, this place sucks. I hate being here. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Welcome back to the Matrix. How do you like it? Everyone here is me. I hate it. I hate it. Welcome hate to the place. Matrix. Ha ha ha. Welcome to the Matrix. Time to fight, motherfucker. I got your mama's eyes, etc., etc. 
I got your mama's eyes. I got your your, your your little girl. I got your your child associates cookies. I got your <laughs> your kung fu friends outfits. I got it all. I just took them all and stuck my hands in them. Right. And I like the part oh, where gross. Neo's all blind and he just crashed the spaceship. <laughs> His girlfriend was driving and oh he was God. holding their hand. They didn't even talk about that. <laughs> they, they fly crash. up over the clouds and they crash spectacularly. And like he's like. Oh my god, you the light, do you see it? And it's he's so like sick. dying, like literally dying. <laughs> he doesn't even there's no thought in his head that's like she could possibly be injured and maybe dying. She's like I don't think I'm going with you, Neo. He's like, Oh, it's too bad because it's awfully beautiful where I'm going. What's Sorry. up with you? And he like touches her body, he's like, Whoa, there's oh, no. three pieces Whoa. of rebar sticking out of you. This is bad. She's, he's just like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I, I can't tell you. I can't. I wish you could see what eyes like. And Trinity's just like, and they just like, I wish these rebarbs weren't in me. <laughs> yep. I think that three improvements could be made. One, I think that um, she could have coughed up a little bit of blood. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been nice for me. Um, I would have liked the the robot, the little squids coming through the hole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little bit less of that, and then like a scene where they turn into like a, a kaiju. You know, like they all turn into one big thing and they're like punching. That'd be cool. All right, I have to ask mm-hmm. since we had okay for anyone who hasn't seen this movie for some reason, right? The machines had these giant drills that drilled into the the dock. Of fucking uh, Zion, right? And they drilled into the ceiling. They dropped them. Dropped the drill. Dropped. And I was like, "Oh, it kind of looks like a little poop. <laughs> kind of looks like a little poop. Just pop, poop, you know." And then all of a sudden, all these squids just got kind of flying out this little hole, and everyone kept shooting them. And they just kept kept dropping. And I'm just like, "This just looks like it's pooping the entire time." I was just like, "This kind of looks like a butt." <laughs> and then the, the, the drill poop grows legs and yeah! it becomes like a and walking it, piece of shit. It has its own butt. <laughs> Which is in the drill, yeah. <laughs> you gotta fire that rocket like a butt. It's like a butt within a butt. Oh, hell but yeah, dude. Yeah, they, they put the butt plug through the, and like threw something <laughs> and made a butt and then the butt plug grew legs and had its own butt. So, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's okay, we're five. I love it. Butt plugs shouldn't have butts. That's wrong. Vince, what do you think about The Matrix Revolutions? I dude, I want to give it a three and a half also. This is great. Hell yeah. I had lots of fun watching it. I'm definitely going to watch it again. I've got some questions. My biggest thing was just, like I said, I wish there was a way to make it more defined visually mm-hmm. in the battle scenarios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also did not like that I didn't know many of the characters' names. Yeah, like we didn't know Knuckle Up's name until he was dead. Yeah. And his name was Major something or other. Yeah, I can't remember. I know that everyone that was on the hammer was named after guns. Oh. But I don't know what they were. I know that the girl that died was named Maggie. After magazine, mm-hmm. I okay. think, or Magnum, or Magnum. <laughs> there you go. That was probably it. Was probably Magnum. To be completely honest with you, but I think I read in the cast there was someone named AK, and another person was named Mauser, and stuff okay. like that. But I don't know who they were. Mm-hmm. Gun uh, people. Yeah, I also uh, was wondering uh, if. This was like a red shirt scenario because at one point, all three of the captains of the three ships that 
you know, Niobe was piloting into the dock, um, they all had red shirts on. Mm. And I was wondering, is that part of being a captain, you get a red shirt? Hmm. <laughs> it's the best color. I didn't even notice that. It was the first time I ever saw it, too. You know, I I never thought about it because, like, you see Neo and he's wearing his gray and 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 or, or blue and Trinity's got a blue one on also. And everybody else is kind of just got n- no neutral tones anyway. You slice it. Yeah. But the three captains had that like burgundy colored fucking shirt on. I mean, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Well, Josh. I think we took care of all of that. Do you want to hear about how other people felt about this movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, there, there's one person that I know you really care about how he felt about it. Oh, this movie. Oh, his drills make me horny. <laughs> I could jerk <laughs> off. So this movie cost $150 million to make, right? Box office opening weekend in the U.S. was $48.5 million and a worldwide gross of $427.3 million. Sounds pretty good. That's so much money. Well, we saw the previous one. We are like, we got to see it. So much. We got we to see an ending. We got to know we how it ends. We need to understand. How does he do magic outside the Matrix? Somehow... Neo does magic outside the Matrix. <laughs> He's connected to the source material or whatever. Emperor Palpatine <laughs> logic over there, bro. Uh, but Letterbox has it sitting at three point or three point nothing. <laughs> Letterbox has it sitting at three out of five. IMDb at six point seven out of ten. Rotten Tomato at thirty four percent with an audience score of sixty percent. And Amazon has it at four point six out of five. Eighty percent five star. Two percent, one star. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this was f- filmed for the most part uh, all in Australia again, and uh, it's got two taglines, Josh. Okay, tell them to me. One, the IMAX revolution. <laughs> you hate that one because you don't like being advertised yeah. to in that way. I think that it was stupid that the tagline had uh, the mm. same word that's in the title. Yeah. I thought that it was fucking dumb. And also a, a method of which you should see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs down. And the next one is everything that has a beginning has an end. Fine. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. is fine. It's the end of it's the trilogy. It, the The Oracle says it. The Agent Smith says it after I mean, he's eaten the Oracle. Is that like time back in all the love shit too? Was that like the whole, That was that one of the themes too? It's like... Yes, love is everything. Love is everywhere. It's the choices. It's the blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but everything has an end. And then, like, Trinity dies, and, like, so does Neo. And But I thought the, you know, I'm not saying no. Because, yeah, that definitely happened. Everybody died. And, like, <laughs> that's just that. But, like, is love eternal? I mean, it's what, a, don't a you feeling. Think, don't you think that it was, like, it was Neo's love for trinity that kept him going in a few scenarios especially like in the last movie like he loved trinity so that's why he went in to save her from the bomb building right mm-hmm. and then in this one the two of them stuck together until the end oh he couldn't have done shit without her he could he couldn't have done it without he her. he definitely couldn't have flown a ship while he was blind <laughs> yeah yeah so it's just like you know even after trinity had passed away like, Neo kept going because, like, yeah, 
I love Trinity and she got me here. I I have to see this through, you know, to honor her. You yeah, know? and it like ties back to the whole choice thing. Like mm-hmm. they had the choices, they made the choices because of one reason or another. And they made the choices because of love. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, in that way, the consequences of love are eternal. But, like, the feeling love itself yeah, is not eternal. Not. I mean, she dies, and then he still loves her even after she's dead. But she's mm-hmm. dead, so. And then after he dies, where does the love go? Yeah. Below. <laughs> okay, speaker box. Yeah, yeah, it goes below. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, you feel that that's a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I mean, it's better than the other one. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have one tagline. I mean, out movie. of all of the other movies' taglines, too, and this one only had the two, I think it's, like, one of the best ones so far. Yeah, it wasn't, like, plug into IMAX for the revolution <laughs> or whatever the fuck was the last yeah. one. Make sure you get your 3D eyeballs for this one. Get reloaded before the revolution and IMAX 4D or whatever. Yeah, to put on your five pairs of glasses. Sit, sit backwards and and wear nine pairs of glasses and <laughs> and eventually you'll be able to smell the whisper of a smile or and, a nipple <laughs> or a nipple. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Mr. Ebert, Mr. Ebert saw this film. Of course, Mr. Ebert saw this film. You want to hear what this fucker thought? Oh yeah, let's hear it. My admiration for the Matrix Revolutions is limited only by the awkward fact that I don't much give a damn what happens to the characters. If I cared more about Neo, Morpheus, Naomi, and the others, there would be more fire in my heart. Whatever happened to the powerhouse in the cell? What the fuck? (laughs) Well, there wasn't as much Morpheus in this one. Yeah, this was not a Morpheus movie. So he loves the Matrix, but he doesn't care about any of the characters. But also, doesn't care about any. Do we think the fire in his heart is actually the fire somewhere else? Yeah, it's his boner. (laughs) (laughs) Fire in his loins. (laughs) Exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't ignited. Nothing in this movie ignited. (laughs) Right, because. What there was no naked people, right? There's only the whisper of a boob. The whisper of a boob. <laughs> he's clearly not a fucking BDSM guy. Fucking huge nerd. Uh man, I think he gave it two out of five four stars. Two out of four no, stars. No, he sometimes he's more stingy. Maybe one and a half, but I don't know. I think I'll stick with two. What do you think, Alicia? I'll say I'll do two and a half. Mm. Roger Ebert gave this three out of four stars. Wow. I mean, based on what he said, it doesn't sound like he would have given it that high of a rating. I don't know why. I have no idea. He's a confusing man. I have no idea why. I think it's because of the butt plug butts, all that stuff. He's like, I can can see it. He loved it. He He loves seeing all the little squiddies. He's like, ooh, those are like little What does he say about a movie that he likes? Like, I don't don't know. We're going to have to watch like Citizen Kane or something like that. Oh, I like that it's about a sled. That's what he'd say. (laughs) It's, the sled makes me horny. I want to fuck that sled. <laughs> it's called Rosebud, and you know what that means. Butthole. <laughs> so if he does like Citizen Kane and he does like this movie, oh then God. I'm starting to think that butthole is the common thread. He likes buttholes. Stuff that looks like buttholes. He's <laughs> not for phallic or, or uh, vaginal imagery. He's just into buttholes. Oh. And maybe the whisper of a boob. Whisper of a nipple. Uh, do you think this is Swayze at all? Oh, yeah. Uh, on our Swayze scale? Swayze scale. 
Yeah, I want to know how it ranks in the Swayze scale. Josh? Well, you know, I did ask the chat GPT which of these characters is the Swayzeist, and yes. it, it said that either Morpheus or Agent Smith, as we had all said before, yeah. would be a good fit. Well, I, I did want to point out, though, in the chat GPT, um, the, it, it gave similar reasons as to why Swayze would be good as Morpheus or as Agent Smith. Right, but it did say his villainous abilities for yes. Agent Smith, and we know that that's one of the greatest, uh, possibly unknown things about. You know, him. I mm-hmm. okay. I think that I see him more as Agent Smith, and why is because I could for some reason he's like a main person and like a main character, right? Mm-hmm. And so if he's gonna be a main character, why not be the opposite of Neo? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't know. Like, just makes sense in my brain. In his villain era as well. And, like, yeah, you know, this time, you know, he's the agent. The tables are turned, Mr. Anderson. See, I was going to say that's the exact reason why I wouldn't want to see Swayze as fucking Smith. Because we've already seen them act as the, each other's antagonists mm-hmm. in Point Break. Mm-hmm. So oh, I was yeah, like, I guess that makes sense. I don't know if I'd want to see them being... On the opposite, like, don't get me wrong, I'd like to see them kick each other's asses all day. And imagine all the Swayze's at the end. They'd see, be everywhere. Yeah, I would love that, but I mean, like, I don't know, maybe if Will Smith had picked up the role of Neo, then I would mm-hmm. be like, Swayze all day for yeah. Smith, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Um, okay, so on our patented Swayze scale, well, you have quite a few different items. Um, we already were talking about sick whips. We've already decided the whole thing gets the gender and the feminism just mm-hmm. because. I mean, the ladies driving the manuals. I think that's yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah, that. I Absolutely. That's uh, I didn't see any knives. Oh, there was the knife. There's a scalpel. Yeah, Dude, that's fucking, the one. Yeah, Blaine or ba- Blaine. Blaine. <laughs> Blaine. Uh, fucking Bane was just whipping that scalpel around yeah. the entire time. It looked like he was pretty dangerous with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw no horses. Uh, unfortunately. You didn't see any horses? Nope. Nor did I see any mm. dancing in this one. They weren't really dancing at the BDSM um, club because everyone like, everyone showed up with their guns. Yeah, I mean, I, th- there would have been dancing. It, would, it was very much a, hey, stop dancing. Stop dancing. Stop that. Stop that. Get, get out of there. So does it deserve the dancing point? No. No, I feel like implied no. dancing doesn't count because we didn't really see it. There was no rave. Okay, like implied nudity. So was there any nudity? Mm. Mm. I, think, no. I think we've already discussed this and there's not okay uh a whisper of a nipple is not a nipple <laughs> right and can, the, can this episode be called a whisper of a nipple that, it'll, that'll be the description <laughs> okay perfect um let's see dad stuff do we have it uh, i'm not so certain i i don't know uh wait there's a small dad son relationship between that guy that dies that we don't remember his name and oh, like the Mexican guy and kid. Yeah. The oh, commander yes. and kid. And I almost forgot about the gentleman at the beginning and his daughter at the train station. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's adorable. That was some dad stuff. Yeah. And He's then, a good dad. And, you know, the architect shows up at the end. He's yeah, the man. Matrix's daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, class stuff. It doesn't exist. I think that these people are post-class. Yeah. Um, okay. So we are looking at points for sick whips, gender, fighting, athletics. Um, yeah, because it's the Matrix, duh. Road trips and romance. That's six items. Um, okay, plus we have t- 
two two bonus points. Oh yeah, I gave it the road trip point without even asking because you know they went on a road trip to the surface, and mm-hmm. they also took the ship to the uh, machine city. Mm-hmm. I mean that counts, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, they did massive road trips. Yeah. in this. This so, was road trip the movie. <laughs> road trip the movie. So we've got, I'd say, six out of ten metal pisses. Nice. Plus, nice. Plus two. Bonus Agent Smiths on our patented Swayze scale. I'm for it. I'm for it. I like a bonus Agent Smith. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of bonuses. I thought you were going to go the route of machine butt plugs. So. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about butt plugs. <laughs> Metal pisses and machine butt plugs. Pretty good, but that's not what we got. You know, I would have really liked another like human Agent Smith. You know, like I would have liked if almost everyone in the cast got to do their impression mm-hmm. of Agent Smith. That'd be sick. Logan and fun. I, I thought that guy was. In, he was doing he, such a good job. Mm-hmm. Such a good job. The way that he was even like articulating. I mean, like I know that Hugo Weaving is like hamming it up, turning up to eleven, mm-hmm. and just like being obnoxious. But like, damn, some of the ticks that Agent Smith was displaying back in the first film. I mean, mm-hmm. And he has had two movies to study it and shit like that. But, like, they nailed it. But also, this guy's, Fucking like, a, theoretically, it. he's an earlier version of Agent Smith. He's not the Agent Smith they're interacting with in the Matrix throughout this movie. He's the Agent Smith from the beginning of the second movie, where he takes over Bane's body. Yeah, or what, you know, like... Because, theoretically, we were supposing that he doesn't, like, that version of him, that copy of him, mm-hmm. isn't cued into the mainframe of Agent Smith. So he's yeah. now, like, an independent being. Yeah, because he's not on the Wi-Fi. Exactly, the Agent Smith Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, and he never plugged back in. Because the one thing that we were asking while we were watching the movie is, like, if they were to plug back in. You know? Oh, yeah, what would happen if Bane, while infected as Agent Smith, was plugged into the Matrix? When he went back into the Matrix, would he just look like Smith or would he look like Bane? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, whatever he wanted to look like, I think. That's a great fucking point. Because what does programming look like inside a human brain? You know, they were like, ah, oh, this guy's got weird fucking vitals or whatever. He's got weird brain scans. Mm-hmm. Haven't else? you noticed the plugs on, the, on your arms and the back of your neck are gone? You have hair now. And pants. <laughs> you don't want to throw up yeah this was great i want to watch the fourth one so bad now i'm excited yeah alicia what do you think could happen possibly in the fourth oh my one God. it's called resurrections well what do you think i think happens? we know that neo resurrects as a zombie jesus neo he's gotta a zombie um, jesus neo he's like oh look i got fish and i got bread for days motherfucker i got wine um, okay so either like, jesus we wish you could stay forever he's like i gotta go Maybe Smith resurfaces somehow. I don't know. His little virus babies got in somewhere. And I I mean, the peace between the humans and the machines can't last, right? So it's like mm. free for all chaos. I don't okay. know. Okay. Very, very, very good uh, observations and assessments and predictions. I think you're right. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. Uh, man. I love The Matrix. <laughs> Me too. I love Keanu Reeves. I hope the next one has more colors. Yeah. Like blue and maybe also red. We might see maybe red. An, maybe a sunset this time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sunset was gorgeous. Matte painting. Well, if you also enjoy paintings of matte, uh, you could message us. Uh, we've got an email at uh, swayzypod <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> we've also got some social media at swayzypod. 
Josh is on Letterboxd at Josh with CY, and I'm on Letterboxd at Vincent Troya. Alicia's on the internet. She's got I'm a there. she's got an Instagram where she's got fucking paintings that she sells of pets, and uh, she's also got her own Instagram and stuff like that. You can go look up uh, Black Cat Bad Luck with periods between all the different words and find her there. You know. Yeah, good job, Vince. You did it. Fuck yeah. And I, she's also at Alicia Paints Pets. And I could not stress enough that her paintings are fucking gorgeous. You need Aww, to check thanks. them out. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to promote or talk to the people about, Alicia? No, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Okay. I'm out there, you know? Yeah, we appreciate you for it. And uh, before, before we sign off, you know, I, I wanted to give you, you two a little fun fact about be about Keanu. Oh, oh, I love this. A Keanu yeah. fun fact. A Keanu fun fact number one. Motherfucker's dyslexic. <gasps> oh. Oh, oh, does this make you feel seen? No. Oh, because you're not dyslexic. <laughs> no. You just you just assume the end of words, which is different than dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> I just get excited about reading, oh God, and I just amazing. fill in the blanks, bro. <laughs> I love it. So what you're telling me is that the cue cards for Point Break Live is actually a problem for real Keanu. He's like, oh, shit. Oh. I just... I, I I start a sentence and I'm just like so excited to finish it. I just say fuck it and I just finish it myself. <laughs> Do you think that's why Keanu like cut out most of his script supposedly for John Wick Four? Oh, maybe. Like cut out most of his. It's lines. Like whatever words you're telling me to read are not working for me. First of all, I'll do it with a look. I don't know, dude. I think that an effective main character uh, is 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 possible just be based off vibes like. Look at Mad Max. I think he had like, what was it, like 30 lines maybe in that first movie? Maybe 30 lines? Drive. Drive, yeah. Well, how many? I think I think he's got 50 lines in that movie. Mm, mm. The exact opposite of Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. He's got like 9 million lines. And he remembered them all. <laughs> I'm gonna come. <laughs> I'm gonna come. <laughs> oh so what he says to the Furby I'm gonna come he's holding up that rock and he's just like I'm gonna come ew I've not seen this movie in I'm, like, <laughs> I'm gonna come and then he looks in Julia Fox's ass and he's just like now you can't get married to, or buried with me I just I love it what? so much Alicia you have to see Uncut, Je- Uncut Jones it doesn't sound like I have to see it's a panic attack for two hours. That sounds not like a thing that I... That sounds enjoyable to me. They're Swayze adjacent. He couldn't be in everything. They're Swayze adjacent.